G'day, g'day. Welcome to the first time that you've had us in your ears if you're completely up to date with the podcast. This is Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name's Tim. I almost forgot the name of the podcast. Then. My name's Reese. Welcome back, Reese. Thanks. thanks for, oh, you tell him. Oh, thanks from both of us. <laughs> for just everything. <laughs> and happy new year to everyone listening if it is the if you are up to date and this is the first podcast from us you're, you're hearing for this year welcome back yeah it's good to have you back i've noticed a bit of a trend on social media and it might not be a trend within your life as a human being but i feel like a lot of people aren't setting new year's resolutions this year this year specifically they're just kind of going same me like new year same me whatever i'm already sweet uh, do you reckon that's a healthy mindset for, I don't know, our, our genera- millennials, is that what we are? Too, too much confidence, you think? Do you reckon it's a bit cocky? Oh, it's a little cocky. There's probably something you could improve. <laughs> yeah, there's always something, <laughs> yeah. surely. Prob- Maybe that attitude of yours. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, a little stubborn. <laughs> Just ask a friend, tell, ask them to tell you one thing that I could change for the better. And then maybe make that your resolution. So welcome to the show. If you've never listened to it before, I'm Cam and this is Tim. And we start off the show by telling you ways you could think better. <laughs> ways you could think in a way that would make us happy with you. And just any time we feel like it. Yeah. Not just at the start of the show, throughout. Uh, what we will pepper those pieces of unwarranted advice with is news stories that Tim and I tell each other that have caught our eye. We usually podcast indoors, but we're we're out getting, uh, doing a nice little outdoor podcast tonight, Cam. It's pretty lovely. It's very scenic to me. You are probably the person in my life who has told me how important it is to hang up lights and light bulbs <laughs> in a backyard. And right now, I'm experiencing how good that can be. It is. It's very. Um, it's very nice. It's it's good, man. It's good. It kind of, so did you did you go on like um, whenever I do stuff outside, I always get like a school camp. Vibe for whatever oh, reason, yeah. did you go on school? So, I oh, guess like in high school, did you have like camp. school school camps? Um, no, I lived at a camp. Like, that's what I my first job out of high school was living at a camp. Maybe that was me making up for no, not going to any school camps when I was yeah. homeschooled growing up. So, you were one of the people running, running, yeah, the, like, running, so the I was camp. running the school camps. Like, was that a chill job? Because I always thought, because we, you know, how people go over and they do it in America at those mm, camps yeah. over there, we had friends that have gone over and just. Like, as soon as the kids go to bed, it's just people having a good time. Yeah, man. I loved it. It's like, I'm so grateful that that was my first job out of high school because, <laughs> like, I don't think the first job out of high school is usually so fun or you meet so many good people mm. or do as much development. But I think I was really, like, kind of landed on my feet with getting that as my first job. Yeah. It was great. My first job as an adult was cleaning air conditioning ducts. <laughs> and so we used to climb up into these air conditioning and, like, big air handling units that are on top of, like, uh, hospitals and shopping centres that run all the air con for them. And you were, you would be inside them. Yeah, You'd dude. actually go in Because I always look yeah. up at those. I'm like, oh, it's like, is yeah. it just Mission Impossible where people can fit in those? Nah, but dude. You'd, you went left high school <laughs> and you hopped in. Yeah, bro. I've, <laughs> I've got many stories of an experience of being crawling through ductwork and hospitals and shopping centers and stuff we like so i started working with this guy you spy on people it was usually when in, well in the hospital there's always people there but is it it was usually but in shopping centers and stuff it was usually when it was mm. when it was closed but the shopping center one when it was closed i was working with this guy trent who i who i haven't spoken to in in so many years mm. in probably about 10 years and um, him and I used to climb into the ducks, shut them off and hotbox them, like smoke joints inside yeah. the... You used to get, I used to get worried that we wouldn't be able to get ourselves out You'd sometimes. You'd have to live in there. 
<laughs> were you? Was he your boss? Were you his boss? No, we we it was like neither. Like we were neither each other's bosses, but we because it was the night shift and they didn't want to put a suit. Like no one wanted to come supervise. Good costume much. Just, yeah. Oh, we just put two minions up there. <laughs> <laughs> Those two guys who always have red eyes. They'll be fine. But it was fun though, dude. It was yeah, it was man. a fun job. Yeah. So how was your Christmas and New Year's? Did you make a New Year's resolution? Uh, I didn't really, man. I, I I made one of the New Year's resolutions was just to just just to work hard. That's good, man. You, good. Don't, I, you don't have to scoff at that. Yeah. I think that's so that's a great one. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I mean, not that I wasn't working hard, but I think you can always work a little bit harder at the things you want to yeah. want to succeed and the things you want to clock off. And that's, yeah, man. And that's was that's really all I've I've got. What about yourself? Yeah. Um, I think mine's pretty much in the same vein as that. I um I just kind of think New Year same me. <laughs> nah, I, after giving it such a hard time to begin with. Uh, nah, it, my goal was pretty much too set to be more clear with my goals and mm-hmm. with my uh, routines. Yeah. So and and I try to get that. Set it's a good up way to get shit done. New Year's Eve. Mm. Yeah. So like just sit down, figure it, I've figured out like what I want to tick off the list in this first six months. But heaps of it is to do with Charging Stallion, to do with this band. So um, write and record. Mm. I'm just going to share this one. Yeah, with do you, it. With Chuck you it Stallions. Uh, a shared goal that Timmy and I have. Welcome for to this the band year. meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a shared goal we have for the first six months of this year is write and record an album. We've been tossing mm. the idea around a bit and then we finally just started figuring out, okay, how are we going to do this? Where are we going to do this? And started to talk details. So that is a real big one that I'm feeling excited, nervous, and um, happy about. Happy to be jumping into it. Yeah, man. And we and we're going to be on the road this year. We're not. Uh, we we won't share dates and stuff just yet. But we will be coming out to to other cities on the east coast this year and um and and be playing shows out there for you. So yeah, do keep do keep tuned in for in for that because we will be most likely coming to. A city near you. So please be welcoming. Please be kind. If you're in a band and you're not in Melbourne and you'd like us to come play shows with you, send us a message on mm. either Facebook or Instagram and we'd be open to it. For sure. Should we jump into the first lot of stories for the new year, Camo? Yes. What's been happening to me? All right. So the first headline is, Mum saves boy being chased by angry turkey. A Wisconsin mother came to the rescue of a boy being chased down the road by an angry turkey that was caught on video and went viral. Um, Vanessa was sitting in school traffic when she saw the bird in hot pursuit and decided to rescue the terrified boy. You just saw this kid's eyes completely bugged out. It felt like forever, like one of those Baywatch scenes where the kid is running in slow motion down the beach. You could just sense the poor kid's fear in the vehicle. (laughs) She felt she had to do something to help before the child ran in front of oncoming traffic to escape. She veered her vehicle in front of the turkey, which cut off the angry bird from its prey. (laughs) Although she managed to slow it down, um, people said that the turkey took off running full speed after the kid again. (laughs) It turns out the turkey is named Smoke. Um, and it's known in the community as the official mayor of um, <laughs> of <laughs> the official mayor of Ash Ashwabanon. Mm-hmm. So Ash Ashwabanon is a, is a place um, uh, <laughs> in Are you which sure d- that d- you d- didn't d- just make up the last n- half of this. 
So Ashwabanon is yeah. such a Timmy word. No, I okay. know, bro. It's it's like this story just spoke to me, okay. and so it's in Wisconsin, Ashwabanon. Oh, and um, do, do, do you want to see? No, do, no, would you no, like okay, to see? <laughs> I, and, I, but, and so this story goes on, right? So, and then I started to research into into smoke because I'm like, what's, what's surely? Yeah, surely. And then and then the the first thing that pops up is smoke the turkey hit by SUV. So this story's on. So this story's a week after the. Uh, after the um, child attack, the, the child attack, and um, the and it came up saying the unofficial mayor of Ashwabanon was <laughs> waddling on Hazelwood Lane when it happened. Smoke appears to be okay. He was led off the road and into the woods after the SUV drove off. Um, and then the story continued. Yeah. <laughs> so smoke the turkey. This is this is just of like a week ago. Smoke the turkey is now relocated. Ash Robinon, uh the <laughs> the artificial the mayor of Ash Robinon is now being relocated. Ash Robinon Public Safety says Smoke the Wild Turkey, who famously rode the streets of the village for months, was safely captured by wildlife biologists on Friday. Mm. Smoke will be set free at an undisclosed wildlife area. Witness protection. Yeah, <laughs> where he will be able to be with other wild turkeys and live out the rest of his life there now. Mm. We've got at the bottom of this article, there's a survey that says, how do you feel about Smoke the Turkey being relocated? And there's two options. options? One is, I'll miss his antics. (laughs) (laughs) And the the other one is, I'm glad he's going to a place that's safer for him. I think you could be both, right? Like I'm, I'm glad that he's doing well, but I am gonna, I'm gonna yeah. miss his antics. Yeah, he doesn't have to be in danger, and I miss his antics. Antics. <laughs> but I love how, um, I, I, I love how he's just known for. He was just going around terrorizing he had a kids reputation. all the time, and for it to just like it's, it's like the photos. Is, it's suburbia. Like mm. it's not, it's not like he's in, he's he's out there in in sort of a, a almost sort of rural town or something. No, this yeah. is it's in the middle of a suburb. He's just running. There's like cars trying to go down the street, and he's just in the middle of the road chasing kids. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't realize when you read the headline, but Vanessa, the mother, was mm-hmm. not the mother of the child that the no. unofficial mayor of Wabomarong <laughs> chased. <laughs> How do you say I'm it? To, um, Ash Robinon. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she was just our caring motorist yeah. who saw a child in need, and then it just turned out that it was a celebrity turkey that she was saving the kid from. Dude, a ruthless one at that. Have you even? There's a lot going on in that story. <laughs> Dude, I, it, the the further I went into it, it just got deeper and deeper and yeah, deeper. Man. And it's good to it's good to get a little bit of closure at the end of the story to know where he's at and what he's at, what he's up to. You know, it's nice that he's being put into somewhere safe. Yeah, but I feel like he's such a by the sounds of him such a character that he'll come back he's not gonna he'll find he's a not way to lay low man like he's like a character from breaking bad it's like within his soul there's this uh, wildness this naughtiness oh. where he has to terrorize children and like kick up a stink if you'd been the mayor of a town or the unofficial mayor of a town for that long and suddenly you got yeah, told man. hey do you mind moving say uh, two and a half hours drive out of the closest city and just settling down you'd be like Yep, sure, for now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm coming back big. You'd come back real big. <laughs> He's going to have a drug problem. <laughs> He's going to have two missuses that don't know about each other. <laughs> 
He's coming back with vengeance. Yeah. It's, it's like the th- it's like the um, the third of the Christopher Nolan Batman's Dark Knight when da- when Batman gets taken away and put in the hole. This is this is his coming coming oh, back yeah. scene to come back and save Ash Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Maybe these kids deserved it. We don't know. No one asked him. Maybe it was a little villain child. <laughs> have Have you ever been chased by um, animals or birds before? An unofficial politician. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I've been chased. I've been like pecked by a magpie, but nothing major. <laughs> um, nah, I've I've had a fairly good run with being chased mm. by animals. Nothing Nothing's happened that's scarring. How about you? I got chased by a rooster. In a mm. in a rest stop while I was moving to Melbourne, we we pulled over um, for a rest stop, and there was a rooster and like his his harem is that what you call a dude that has like heaps of heaps of heaps yeah. of ladies like Arab, had his, is that what you call is it, it an Arab thing? <laughs> 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 Wish I didn't say that. <laughs> like, I don't know why I assumed that. Is harem and harem word? Or am I just digging a hole? <laughs> no, could be, could be. Okay. Yeah, but so the, the, the chick, the, the rooster at his harem, they mm. were like walking down. I was like, oh, this is nice. It's like a family of chickens and the, and the, and the big daddy. And then he just, he just came right at me and chased me back from the toilet into the, and dude, ro- don't fuck with roosters. Yeah. I just want to quickly say, sorry to sidetrack for a second. Harem does have connections to the Arab world. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say, Harem, when you look it up on the internet, uh, it means the separate part of a Muslim household reserved for wives, concubines, and female servants. Oh, God, it feels good to have a clear conscience. There you go, bro. It didn't take long. You didn't have to live with it long. That was all right. That was okay. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to just come steaming into 2019 making wildly inappropriate cultural sweeping generalizations, but I'm good. Well, all the best to Smoke and all the best to Ash Wobbinon, and I hope that he finds his way home. (laughs) A woman named Rebecca claims to be able to remember every single moment of her life. Around 60 people worldwide have been identified as having HSAM and most of them can describe with great accuracy what they were doing on almost any given date, providing details including what they were wearing, what was around them, and their emotions at the time. Australian woman Rebecca Sharrick claims that her first memory is being in a dark place with a reddish sort of light and her head between her legs. The ABC sent a reporter with an iPad to interview her and tested her on her memory of Harry Potter books. So, Mrs. Sharrick, that's one of the skills she has. She can remember every single word of every single Harry Potter book, as well as every single moment of her life. Is that every book that she's read, or just the Harry Potter series? Just the Harry, uh, the Harry Potter series specifically yeah. is the one that she can quote. Like, you start reading her the start mm. of a chapter, and she'll just take over. That's like a karaoke song. Yeah, <laughs> totally. She knows she can nail it note yeah. for note, word yeah. for word. <laughs> that's her queen song. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca can describe baby scenes from as early as 12 days old and her astonishing memory abilities have been both a blessing and a curse. Uh, For many people, the memory of a difficult day or painful encounter fades with time, but for those with this um, Mm. ability, it can remain as fresh as ever. So uh, this is a quote from Rebecca. I I found that I'd go to sleep if I had read Harry Potter to myself, but of course I had to have my eyes open to read the books, she said. So I thought to myself one day, I've got to find a way of reading Harry Potter to myself with my eyes closed. So it came to me. Why don't I just memorize them? And so she did. 
So she memorized every single line of every single chapter of the entire seven book Harry Potter series. Um, you wouldn't need um, pornography ever again, though, because your wank bank would be so on point. If you've never been laid, though. Yeah, if you've never been laid, it would be hard. You'd just remember every <laughs> night alone with vivid detail. You'd remember exactly how you felt when your phone didn't ring. Exactly how it felt when you had no notifications. Yeah, it's <laughs> brutal. Every single day of every, that you've been I alive. was trying to see the silver lining. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, mine's fairly empty anyway. But imagine, imagine it being fully empty. It's a blessing and a curse, Rebecca says. She says... I can't forget bad experiences and I relive all the emotions, which can, which can often ruin my day. The positive thing is that I get to relive happy experiences, such as today, where I've been reliving my childhood memories. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Are there any segments of your life that you would love to have back vividly in such a vivid way that it would almost be like, your memory was YouTube and you could just yeah. go access like a certain birthday. Yep. W if you could mm -hmm. have this power, would you say yes to it? And what would, do you know, are you, do you know what your memory would be that you'd go watch? I, I don't think I would want to live with it forever. You'd I don't the think. the power for a little while. Yeah. I might want the power for like maybe if, if you could switch it on and off, that would be the ultimate. But mm -hmm. if I could, if I had it just for a small amount of time, I think what I would like to relive is because uh, over, over time now I've had shoulder surgeries oh. and I've had, and, and maybe reliving times where you know teenage years early 20s being a bit of a wild man mm. and having heaps of heaps of heaps of wild wild fun that way and like climbing shit you know just mm. being being a little bit of a loose 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 cannon whereas mm. now i just would never attempt to do any of those things because i would hurt myself yeah but yeah. you prefer to watch the memory back oh yeah like well, a video yeah because i'd be like oh yeah i did that i remember doing that that's cool yeah. but i don't like i don't ever want to do it in real life again do you think there would be a danger of getting kind of addicted and caught up <laughs> in watching your memories in the same way that it's easy if you're a gamer mm. and you start playing a real fun game with great graphics, great music, and you can kind of get sucked into it? Like you kind of did with Halo back in the day, right? Loved it, bro. Yeah. Loved do you Halo. think there's a danger if, for the people that have this that they would get kind of sucked into doing it rather than living in the moment? Yeah, well, it's like that whole thing of, and we've spoken about before, with, with um, in the future, how people will just be on um, virtual reality all the time, right? And not, and I mean, <clears throat> if you had a time, if you're in a time of your life that was like, you know, mundane or shitty or whatever, you work in that work life, you might just be like, fuck it. Like in all my spare time, I'm going to sit back and look at that year that I spent backpacking through Europe or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like doing real cool shit, and then it might hinder you to go out and do more cool shit because you just keep living, living on in the past. Living in the past, yeah. And then like in the in your reality, like in your moment, you're not good company and you're not improving yourself. You reckon that's the what, is that the downside? I reckon that's definitely the downside. Mm. The upside is you can have a real fucking laugh. Yeah, <laughs> like you can have a real good laugh at all the all the funny shit that's happened throughout your life. You'd maybe become one of those people, and these are the people that frustrate me, who want to show you YouTube videos <laughs> and, at loud parties or gigs. Yeah, like you'd be like, oh, you won't believe it. Oh, I just watched my 15th birthday. So funny, so funny. And like when people do this at parties, when they <laughs> bring their phone over, like I, I give them a look hoping that they'll be like, mm. oh, yeah, true. It's not the right environment. It's probably too loud, but that they power through. Yeah, I think that's. I think there's a 
genetic disposition. You're born as a person that will sh- try to show YouTube videos at parties. I think so. And it's not their fault. They were born no. that way. It's how and they were we, always meant to be. You just have to patiently nod. And I think the right thing to do as a good person is to watch one of them. <laughs> and then after you've watched one, you say... Oh, send me, totally send me the link. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that it's saying no straight away say. is rude. If mm. you say, I don't want to watch your YouTube video, <laughs> <laughs> that's rude. Uh, and I think it's also... But honest. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, it's not showing self-care to watch 10. No. Like 10... <laughs> that's just, Go home with that, that shit, That is masochistic. Take that shit home with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I think you're out of battery and 4G. <laughs> I'm out of patience. I think, yeah, so if you've, if you've ever been stuck in that situation, I think I've found the recipe. You mm. say, you politely nod along to one, but don't try to laugh through ten. It's j- you're just going to annoy them. Unless they'll, you're they'll enjoying through it. it. Unless no, no, you've never enjoyed, <laughs> no, no matter who you are, you've never enjoyed watching the video someone tried to show you at a party. Yeah, you don't, like, you even don't if ever enjoy like it, eh? Someone you look at and you think, we've got the same humour. The moment, there's just something about it. When someone pulls a phone out at a party, says, check this out, all humor gets sucked mm. out of the moment like a vacuum and you can't be on the same level with it. Unless I think there's one exception mm. and that's when it's a short video of one of your mates stacking it. Oh, it's different if it's someone you all know. Oh, yeah. 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 If it's someone that you know and you can all be like, ah, oh, that's you falling down the Idiot. stairs. Look at him. <laughs> Especially if he's there. If he's across the oh, room, yeah. you're laughing at his expense and it's on a phone and you're going, this is him last night. All good. But I'm talking about like, <laughs> Have you seen the cat wearing a lime <laughs> cut into a haircut? <laughs> no, that's like a, a 1999 <laughs> reference. But like any meme or like comedy content, just don't show people at parties. <laughs> All right. So this next story, I'm just going to open it up with a little bit of a little bit of audio at the, at the start. Yep. Attention, please. All new hotshot electric in-car heaters have been installed for your comfort and convenience. Just insert heater through car window and turn on the switch. When leaving, please turn switch off and replace on speaker post. Warning, high voltage. For your own safety, do not attempt to repair or remove wires. Do not attempt to open heater unit. If you need assistance, please notify the theater box office or concession manager. If you guess what, did you, can you guess what that is, Cam? Is that uh, something off the Jetsons about a talking car? It is the opening to, uh, the the opening features at a drive-in cinema. Ah. And the story to the headline is, Coburg Drive-In fetches eight-figure sum in blockbuster sale. So there's a there's not many drive-in theaters mm. left around Australia, and there's not many left around the world. And the 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 uh, I went I recently went out to uh, Coburg's uh, for people that don't know a suburb just outside of Melbourne, and um, and I went out there recently to go watch the drive-ins out there. You went with your girlfriend. I remember yeah, I tried dude. to ask if you kissed her and you breezed over it. <laughs> I are did. We, are you bringing it? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to the story so you can finally tell me. So we went out there and um, everyone thought that the place was going to be shutting down because Mm. they, so the buyer um, paid $12.5 million for, um, for the drive-in theater. 
Yeah. And because it's a huge block of land out there, like the drive-ins and that, they've got three huge screens. Like it's, it's crazy big out there. Mm. But they have come out saying that they're going to give um, Village Theatres, um, the drive-in cinema company, um, a 10-year lease on yeah. the property. So that drive-in is going to stick around for another 10 yes. years. Yeah, so it's a good, good yeah, it's a good story, bro. And d- have you been have you been to the drive-ins? No, only in my head with yeah. you and your message. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, really want to. I've been hearing about it like since I l- moved here, and it sounds fun. It have, sounds real fun. Have you been to many like outdoor cinemas or anything like that, like outdoor cinema experiences? Only a couple. I love yeah. the one at. And sorry to talk Melbourne to if you're listening <laughs> and you're not in Melbourne, but the Abbotsford Convent. Uh, they have an outdoor screen. You sit yeah. on chairs, but what they do is when they press a button and the screen goes and goes up, is at the same time as the sun goes down and thousands of bats fly out of the roof of this abandoned church and they fly along Epic. the sunset to the city to go munch food. So you're sitting there like, Dude. I'm about to watch a cool movie. The screen is going mechanically up and thousands of bats are overhead while it's dusk lighting and it is so epic oh that's fucking awesome yeah man yeah dude i was like well one thing i one thing i do like so if you listen to this podcast you know that as i I enjoy having a drink or two but i also enjoy having a joint or two and for me it's like it's different like movies watching movies is the ultimate thing to for me to Mm. to to smoke weed before Mm -hmm. and 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 maybe making music Mm. but um out there dude pete they don't give a fuck out there like you just pop up like michelle and i smoke like in the back of the car like people like people like there's a like a, a backpacker van right next to us that pulls up like people just don't care at the drive-ins awesome. man yeah. it's real cool and then and then at the end of the movie like everyone comes uh, the everyone goes to pull away there'll be th- three or four cars that where their engines don't start and the dude just does it for every movie and Musk is just running around with like a portable battery pack just starting uh, up cars and shit yeah man yeah it was it was was really it's a really cool experience and there's not uh, there's not many left as I was saying before not many left around in Australia and not mm. many and I was looking online um, and uh, someone had done like a um, uh, all the list of ones that are in the US and there wasn't that many there either there's you know US is a big country so there was a there was a fair few but not in comparison to how huge the place is yeah cool and um, I would just suggest to anyone that hasn't had the opportunity to go to the drive-ins uh, check if there's one still open in your city because it's it's an experience that I don't think is going to be around for a, a really long time. Mm. You know, I, I reckon that it's probably only got a couple of decades left in it until they're all gone. Yeah, but you know, but people. But it say, might be yeah. like DIY. It might be like DIY music scene. Yeah, like if you, as long as you support it. Yeah, and you like. Is there a way to support it? Just go and just go, yeah. Paying money, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the same way that you support local bands, maybe it's the same sort of thing. Yeah, support local films. Well, it's like record players, right? Like they had their like people thought that they were out and done, and then oh, and yeah. then analog and music had its yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was more for the quality of the music. I mean, it's like out there, it's a little different. It's more for the quality of fun that you have just with without, like, you know, there's not someone yeah. going around the cinema being like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, you could root in your car there and people wouldn't, like, people wouldn't stop you. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't though, Cam, all right? Oh, I wasn't even... <laughs> Don't give me that smut. It's a great word, smut, eh? Yeah. Smut. It just rolls off the tongue real well. It feels so judgy as well. Like you feel <laughs> British. Like you know those old British men that wear 
curl. Why do judges wear those curly grey? I don't know. It's a British thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess in their minds, in like British people's minds in the 1700s, if you've got long grey hair, you've got wisdom. So you've yeah. got the right to judge what is right and wrong. Is that their thinking behind it? Maybe. I I um I saw a dude when I was in um near Jimmy's house and. Mm. And in that sort of area, the city Docklands area here in Melbourne, yeah. and the courthouse is there. Like a couple of people going out for lunch, and they were still wearing their wigs. I'm like, "Wagger, take your wig off! Take you know, it take off. your fucking wig off. Who, yeah. who are you?" Yeah, <laughs> I got a little bit st- like I gave him like a street look. What's a street look? Like, Give me an example. I'm just going to pretend yeah. I'm having a you, smoke with a grey yeah. wig on. <laughs> it wasn't that. I don't know why. What, whether, I don't know how that look came out. That wasn't the look I gave. It's just. It just happened. It just happened. No, let let me go. Let me go again. Let me go again. I feel like I caught you in a bathroom you weren't meant to be in. That's the kind of face you just, you just gave me. Real right, wide eyes. Let me go again. Excited. Okay, I'm, I'm. I'm a judge. I've got a long grey hair, a wig, having a smoke between cases. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you're like Judgy. looking down your yeah. nose at me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're so dumb. Yeah. yeah, but I might see him in court one day, and he'll yeah. have the last laugh. He will. <laughs> South Korea has invented ice cream that cures hangovers. South Ooh. Koreans will soon be able to eat away their hangovers with the Giondio bar, a grapefruit-flavored ice cream bar with a small amount of Oriental raisin tree fruit juice. The Giondio bar name translates to hang in there, which expresses the hardships of employees who have to suffer a working day after having heavy drinking, as well as to provide comfort to those who have to come to work early after frequent nights of drinking, <laughs> the store chain uh, manager said, who's releasing the bar. I think it's a great idea. It's real cool. It's about time that they made these things that actually do what they're <laughs> supposed to do. Like eating an ice cream and curing a hangover sounds idyllic for so long. The only thing that I used to imagine would cure my hangover is like having a ciggy, which never Mm. does. And like, I don't smoke anymore. But for some reason, you just tell yourself this thing is going to fix that thing. And you just, it never does. But this sounds like something that I'd love the feeling of because it would be so refreshing. An ice cream with grapefruit Mm. in it. And oriental raisin tree fruit juice. I don't actually know what that is, but it sounds real healthy. Yeah, it sounds super healthy. I, I would always go as a slushy was the hang. I think it's like. Oh ah, yeah, would that hit the spot? Yeah, it was like because it was like real cold and refreshing, but also has a bit of volume to it mm. that that like gets you back to eating again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like when I wake up and I'm hungover, I just can't. Sometimes I can't stomach any food, mm. but I have. But if I have a slushy, it's got that 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 thickness to it. Yeah, yeah. I see. You could do the same with like a thick shake, but then it would be too much dairy for me. I think. Yeah, it'd yeah. throw your tummy off. Yeah. So, so is this ice cream's not dairy based then? No. Um, I think so it's more like an Italian sorbet. Gelo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorbet. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm into it. One of the worst hangovers that I've ever had was when the food that I had when I was drinking was butter chicken nachos. With your housemate, Kate. <laughs> can, we, can we, can we, hang on. I can't, I, I know, I, I, I know that I've heard this story before, so I, I would be happy to breeze over it, but for the listener, they would be going, what, did he just say butter chicken nachos? If you could just explain, if, just explain that. Uh, they don't exist. Butter chicken nachos is a creation <laughs> when you are corrupt in the head <laughs> and you, the only thing open is 7-Eleven, so you buy butter chicken, chuck out the rice, yep. and then just pour the, the chicken and gravy or whatever, chicken and curry yep. all over 
I think they were like Doritos and then just heat that up. Cheese on top? Um, I don't even know if we had cheese on top. Whatever cheese you can get from the 7-Eleven at yeah. like four in the morning. So <laughs> it might have been like... <laughs> <laughs> like those um processed slices yeah i think yeah. It was those processed slices and then just like a oh. big bowl of that heated up for ages and at the time just because it was hot and salty we just savaged it like ate it real fast so doritos and butter chicken and then squares of cheese and then like passed out and then the next day like it didn't fade it wasn't yeah. like oh once i've had my coffee and my ice cream and my ciggy like none of those things fixed it it was like proper pain mm. no digestion for like 15 hours yeah, yeah i yeah i had my first uh i had my first spew very recently uh mm. at the charging stallion christmas party uh here the here, here when it got your into your first spew of the year or our first few first spew of the year but probably um definitely for for 2019 but um probably my first spew from alcohol in close to a year okay i would say yeah yeah wow. yeah okay. so what got you uh, what <laughs> got you over the line <laughs> well we we're just having we we're just drinking drinking heaps of beers and i was mid-conversation right in this very backyard with this garden behind me mm. and we're mid, mid I was in mid conversation I just turned around and just puked in the garden turned around just and out just out of nowhere yeah just like sculled another beer and was like woohoo <laughs> <laughs> sound like an american girl at a frat party dude so bad eh <laughs> i look back at the next day and I'm like you wanker <laughs> Woohoo after a spew. Just woohoo. <laughs> Woo fucking who. <laughs> All right, Camo. Mm -hmm. This next story, here's the headline. Police search, search for man who licked doorbell for three hours in <laughs> California. Now, the video the video of this is is pretty pretty gnarly. It's um oh, man. It's, I love that there's video. So Thank you. So when you I'll, I'll read part of the story first. So um uh, Robert Arroyo, 33, was pictured taking part in a bizarre act of on, on home CCTV in California on Saturday morning. Yeah. The clear footage shows the man leaning his head against the intercom outside their front door and licking the doorbell from several different angles. Going for it. <laughs> uh, he carried on licking for three hours. The family uh, have been have been named. Um, and Mrs. Duggan and her husband were not at home at the time. However, their children were sleeping oh. inside. <laughs> their, their kids was he was, ringing the bell? No, he time? was just. He was. Just, I don't. I don't think so. The okay. kids. The kids didn't so wake they up. They didn't realize it happened. No. Okay. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it was. So so the kids don't seem like they were young kids. I think they yeah, might have been like teenagers or in there yeah. or, or just finished school or something. But the thing that that. I'll show you the video, okay. and and because the thing the thing that gets me the most about this video is is the angles that he pulls. It it, it, it <laughs> so it's, yeah. Is that so what we got a little ad, so I'll, so I'll talk. I'll explain a little bit more. So okay. it turned for me when I first pictured it mm -hmm. as like, oh, this is some cooked person, maybe like it's got something that they want to taste on there, or that's their thing. They go around tasting doorbells. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't my thought of it after watching this video. Here you go, Cam, if you All want right, to walk so us through. He's walked up. It almost is like he's seen the camera. He's looking at the camera and then 
he is licking it how a cat would lick its water if it wasn't in a rush, like out of a bowl. Like it's just dab, just the tip, dab, 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 dab. And now he's closed his eyes out of pleasure and now he's twisted his angle. So he's turned his back on the camera to kind of make it more private and intimate, a bit more of a one-on-one situation with the doorbell. But he has really committed to it. And it's, you can tell that's not his first time doing that to a doorbell. So for me, man, the, the, thing that, the thing that got me the most with this video is the fact that that's him imagining doing that to a vagina. There's no doubt about that. Or do you reckon he's always imagining doing that to a doorbell? Every time he's been... <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> we just witnessed him finally <laughs> living his dream yeah. all this time with pesky women. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. women vaginas. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? <laughs> but dude, I think you're. I think you're actually onto something he there. He is loving, loving life, man. that, bro. Like, you do anything for three hours. You love that. Yes. You don't do. You don't do things that you don't. That you're not. Uh, in love with for three, three hours, hours mundane task bro yeah. like and he's loving it there's joy in that he closed his eyes <laughs> <laughs> but this guy I, I think this guy's a bit of a um well he's a pest there's no doubt about it this dude's this dude's this dude's a, a pest yeah um uh, but, but yeah the, the the community came out one of the community members said I thought I've seen it all but this this takes the cake and I think that explains it pretty well. I, 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 is that, I mean, there's a, what do you call it? There's like a, a, a weird sexual thing with, with almost everything out there now, right? Like, because people get att- like attracted to... And bridges and yeah. roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like real, real weird shit. Mm-hmm. And I think that he just got unlucky that he got caught on camera. And also, like, maybe, like, do, like... Maybe twenty minutes on one doorbell and roll around to another to one. By twenty, <laughs> put, them, just put them in your room. <laughs> like set up a little security camera if that's part of the kink. But but, but maybe he's got aspects of the poo jogger, where oh, and and for yeah, and for people that haven't listened to the podcast before, the poo jogger is it was a man that used to uh, quite a successful white collar man that used to go around in the mornings and on his jog used to poo, and and just leave it on on the footpath try to hide it no very open about it and maybe the it, the the public aspect of mm. it is something that drives him you know that's part of the thrill getting caught yeah yeah it's weird man what do you think you would say if you went to open your front door and that guy was going <laughs> for it on the doorbell but to be honest i think if i think if, if i would just be in shock really i think yeah. i would just be like dude what are yeah. you doing yeah don't do that and he said do you mind going back inside <laughs> I'd he call the cops. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah if, it, if if he left straight away, I'd be like, I'd probably tell my houses, maybe call, maybe call the cops after yeah. he left. So he didn't like, I wasn't the reason that he got arrested, but the cops yeah. were notified that there was a weirdo going around doing that. Doing a bit, yeah, well yeah, mm. because I don't know, man. Like you see those, they're not the kind of people you live with your kids. Yeah. If you had, if you had a friend, right? <laughs> if you just say, just say you, 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 you had kids, or you were, um, in in charge of kids for like you're looking after your nieces and nephews or yeah. whatever, and you had a friend, and you know, and you knew that this was something that they did, you, you would leave kids <laughs> alone with them, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Like. <laughs> I don't automatically assume that he's... Yeah, that he's a kitty toucher. No. no. I wouldn't automatically... But he wouldn't be the first guy I'd ask to babysit. 
<laughs> I definitely try a lot of other contacts in my phone before he got a call. But so, so he would get a call if, like, yeah, if, if you had to go out. Look, if I've got dinner plans. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm calling my five other friends first. The crotch of the statue of Ronaldo has gone gold due to people rubbing it so often. <laughs> the larger-than-life tribute that was unveiled of Ronaldo in Funchal, Portugal in 2014 has drawn a constant group of people wanting to take photos with it ever since it was unveiled. Of course, visitors want to get a photo alongside the artwork, but doing so has had unexpected circumstances. Oh, consequences, sorry. The groin region has apparently been rubbed so frequently and feverishly that the bronze has been polished into a hard-to-miss golden shine. News.com spoke to a nearby tourist named John. Good on you, News.com, for, <laughs> <laughs> for seeking out some sources. I mean, we're quoting them, and you know, they spoke to some guy standing nearby, but they said, John, what's your take on it? And he said, I just wanted a picture of Ronaldo to send to the family. But as soon as I put on the family WhatsApp group, everyone started laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so was he purposely grabbing? Was he touching that? Was he a crutch toucher? Nah, John had, uh, by the sounds of what, by, by John's, um, I don't know what the word is, uh, take on the whole yep. thing. John was just saying he took a photo of the statue only. So I don't think John's okay. photo was even a selfie. I don't think John was in it. John must have walked right. up to the statue, taken it and gone. Well, it's good that I've seen that Ronaldo statue. Yeah. I'll send it through to my wife and my children. <laughs> and apparently everyone was just laughing at him because they were like, why is his, gro why is his groin gold? They must so have blamed, gold. blamed John. Yeah. yeah, I think that's cool, man. I think it's cool whenever, look, it's a little bit, It's all these things are a little bit weird. But I think it's cool when, because uh, that's the community putting its touch on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't meant to come, though. That wasn't meant to be an innuendo. <laughs> I like it. But it's like the community putting... putting Becoming part of yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah, becoming part of something that's 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 in their town. Do you reckon it's mainly tourists that, 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 that do yeah. that? Yeah, apparently. So the area where it is, in Funchal, Portugal, it's right by the wharf. I don't mm. know if you, when we were in Wellington, came to that statue. It's like a guy leaning like as if he's about to dive into the water. Yeah. Uh, it's a real similar looking statue to that and it's in a similar position from the photos that I've seen. So it's right next to the water. So all of these cruise ships come in all the time, every yeah. week cruise ships come in and then all of these tourists load off and then hundreds of people walk up to the statue, take photos with the statue. But apparently one of the most common poses that people are doing is like bending over in front of it and like pushing their butt against Ronaldo's crotch. And so the crotch metal has just been worn down to a different, for some reason, brighter golden colour. It's like it's 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 like shamming a car. Yeah. And but it's getting shammied up by people's One, butts. Yeah, but I guess thousands of people have yeah. taken a turn at shamming it. Like a like a, a lap dance. Yeah, everyone's lap dancing this statue. Yeah. And the statue's like a little bit larger than life, like not enough to call a giant, but just like a little bit overbearing. <laughs> That's the one that looks real funny too, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't look anything like no, it. No, it looks yeah. like a BFG character. <laughs> Raul Dahl caricature. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think it's great. I think it's great for... Do you reckon it'll turn into... You know how in like Ireland they have the, the Blarney Stone and people go and kiss kiss the stone over there for, oh, for good yeah. luck. Yeah. Do you reckon this might go into something yeah. that when you go... Is it in Rio? Uh, Portugal. Oh, Portugal. Because yeah. that's where it's from, right? Yeah. So in, in Portugal, do you reckon that might be one of the things that like, you go there you and you... And you 
You tell me. <laughs> After you go there, we'll just kiss it. <laughs> just go on. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you reckon is doing that? Are you going to stand there quietly suggesting just, it? Just whisper, whisper go under. On, go on, kiss it. <laughs> yeah, they, they employ a whisperer. <laughs> You know, it's a, the kids got to the, the kids have a music recital today. I'd rather be there. <laughs> I got to go to work and whisper to people in, in front of Ronaldo's crutch. Go on, kiss it, just kiss it. <laughs> Thousands of people are like, oh, hold my phone, take my phone. <laughs> His phone's going off. You can barely hear him. He just looks like a guy like leaning on on the gate. Yeah. Go on, if you want to. You don't have to, but if, if you want, if you feel like it. <laughs> it's not, not my choice, but if that's what you want to do. <laughs> totally up to you. Totally up to you. All right, Camo, that brings an end to the first lot of stories for the first episode of uh, Back in the back in the New Year. We, we don't have, being the first episode, we don't have uh, any send-ins this week. But um, we would encourage people to to um, get get back onto it and, and and keep keep sending us in some stories for the new year. And that was a big part of the show yeah. last year. If I you felt. see stuff pop up in your news feed and you're like, I want Cam and Timmy to read out those news stories, send them through. If you want me to read them out, send them through to our Charging Stallion Instagram. If you want Timmy to read them out, send them through to us on Facebook. And generally, uh, last year we were getting quite a bunch in, so. We weren't always able to read everybody's out. Uh, being the new year, um, send them in, send them in early, and that almost guarantee that we'll be able to read them out and, and talk about whatever whatever is uh, catching your eye in the mm. world of obscure news out there. That's right. Well, whatever you do this week, make sure that uh, you don't make any changes for the better to yourself. Just co- cruise, <laughs> cruise through the year. Uh, make sure to not watch any YouTube videos that people try to show you at parties. Make sure if you're on holiday for ages, like you're a student, then you rub it in your friend spaces who are workers who have already had to go back to work. That's one of the things, one of the joys of being a student is you are allowed to make people who work feel crappy. When you said rub it, then I could just only think of Cristiano Ronaldo's grind. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, if you want to rub it... Shoot, on that note, I think it's the perfect time to do our good news story of the week. (laughs) So the headline is, 11-year-old boy saves man twice his weight from drowning at the bottom of a pool. Good stuff. Um, 70-pound, the 70-pound boy um, was with his mother and uncle at their apartment complex swimming pool in Minnesota when the man wandered into the deep end and became unresponsive. The 170-pound man was in the deep end about eight feet down, floating with his hands stretched out and his mouth and eyes wide open. Knowing her son had recently completed a swim class <laughs> and, and that there was no time to call for help, the mother encouraged her son to jump in. Yeah. She said, I see him all the time go to the bottom of the pool and collect rings and come up. Um, then it just flashed in my mind and, and, uh, and, and the, child, the child jumped in. Um, he, the child said he initially thought that the man was probably too heavy for him to save, but he jumped in anyway. He swam down, grabbed the man's wrist and pulled him to the surface. Yeah. Um, the uncle and other adults helped pull the man out of the pool because I assumed that the other adults didn't know how to swim Mm. and administered CPR. After about three minutes, the man regained consciousness and was treated by emergency responders. Um, the Egan police department said, 
This kid is pretty amazing. I've never seen anything like this. A child saving an adult from drowning is something I never even considered. He's a typical 11-year-old boy. He's very quiet, but when the time was right, he jumped in and did what he needed to do. Good kid. Just amazing, bro. 11-year-old jumping in, and there's a full-grown adult more than twice his size. Mm. Just And and he goes in there and and summons his might and pulls him up to the service and saves his life. Yep, love it. Crazy, man. Good on him. Good on you. So uh, that brings us to an end of uh, another episode of Charging Stallion Presents. News we like. My name's Cam. My name's Tim, and 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 we just hope that you guys start off the start off the new year well, and 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 hope that that uh, you know if you've got anything that that you really want to do this year, just just go and do it. Just believe in yourself, yeah. and 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 go out there and get the things done because. You know, if you if you work hard at something, you you'll be able to get it done. Yeah, make a band, make a podcast, make a short film, whatever you feel like doing, just do it this year. You'll feel good afterwards. We love you. Come on.